Success in our schools and for our students is a direct result of the energy and commitment of Anoka Hennepin's dedicated employees. This is Superintendent David Law. Each year, our school district coordinates an awards program called Above and Beyond. Employees are nominated and recognized for exceeding expectations. This year's Above and Beyond recipients include a list of 14 exemplar employees. They are rock stars who make a difference for their students. Unfortunately, safety guidelines related to COVID-19 forced us to pursue an alternate recognition for these employees. We hope you enjoy this podcast series and learning how Anoka Hennepin's employees go above and beyond. This is Jim Skelly, Director of Communication and Public Relations. I'm here with Kate Mabel, who we're proud to name an Above and Beyond recipient. Kate serves as a first grade teacher at Monroe Elementary. And Kate, welcome and congratulations. Thank you very much. You know, we like to start off our podcast by learning a little bit about about you and about your background, how you started with the district and maybe a little bit about your education background, high school, whatever you'd like to share. Yeah, I spent most of my school years in Southwest Missouri, and I graduated from Glendale High School in Springfield, Missouri, and um, enjoyed a lot of different things in in high school. But when I was looking at college, my parents encouraged me, actually, it was a requirement that I did not go to college in Missouri. And it's not because Missouri isn't a great state. They just wanted me to have experiences outside of Missouri. And so I looked all over and I was most drawn to St. Olaf College in Northfield. So that was my journey northbound. And um, I received my undergraduate degree in English from St. Olaf. And I got to do lots of different things at St. Olaf, include radio DJ and sang in the choir and played in the chamber orchestra. But when I graduated, I was very determined to use my English degree. And I actually did. I did... um, product descriptions and I wrote telemarketer scripts and catalog descriptions and um, I later worked at a public relations agency and I wrote press releases and I was really using my English degree but um, I was also doing some volunteer work at um, Hale Elementary School in South Minneapolis and there I was volunteering for a reading intervention program and I enjoyed that volunteer time so much, even more than my job, that um, I decided to kind of change careers and go to the University of Minnesota and did their initial licensure program and master's program and switched careers and became a classroom teacher. And so that's really, when I finished at the U, that's how I found Anoka Hennepin. Well, that's great. So this is, you're definitely on the path that you want to be on. Can you talk about a moment, you spend a lot of time in schools, and I'm sure some days are are just out, just maybe every day of yours is great. I'm not sure, Kate, but (laughs) can you name a moment that you recall that maybe is like a favorite moment that you had with your students? Oh, there are so many favorite moments. I love family nights, um, being with students and their families, their younger brothers and older brothers and sisters. Um, and their moms and dads, but I would say I really enjoy the most our STEM elective days at Monroe. Those are my very favorite days, and those are days when kids get to choose classes they take and teachers create their own STEM-themed classes. And 
it's there's a lot of choice, but there's a lot of creativity. And those days are just highlights of my school year every year. You know, and in your form, it talked about technology, that you like to use technology, your love of technology and using it in unique ways. And um, can you explain how you do that? I mean, I, I saw the randomizer in there and it seemed kind of interesting to me. I know you've got first grade students and then you get the randomizer going. Is there, is there anything in your class that you, you know, how you use technology that might be interesting to share? Yeah, well, we use technology in a lot of ways. It's so open-ended and kids can be so creative and and independent and they they make things that are connected to the curriculum, but just really express who they are and what they know. The randomizer I use is just to increase student engagement. And it's just, I have a student actually operated and it's the whole list of all the kids in our class. And from that, the student just is in control, presses a button. And after students have had a had time or a chance to talk to each other about a certain discussion topic, then the student who's at the randomizer wheel just clicks and then um, says somebody's name. And they're triggered to do the randomizer when I give them a signal. And it's people know to be prepared that they will be called on, but um, it seems that everybody's ready and it's not any sort of, I've got to do this. They want to do it. And getting their name called by a classmate is something that um, is even better than me doing that. Sure. So putting students kind of in charge of the learning or getting them really involved. Um, when you, And you're around students, I mean, all the time. So on your opinion on what they need from schools, do you have any, um, what's your thought on that? What do students need from schools? I uh, students need school to be a place where they're safe. Um, they need to feel safe and free to be themselves. And also they need to be safe from danger. And I think school is a place where building in relationships, especially where I am at Monroe is such a priority. And really, when you ask a first grader what they love most about school, they'll say gym, recess, friends, lunch, those are all things that rank really high. <laughs> yeah. But it's also where working hard behind the scenes are things like comfort and care. And I, I just know that right now, um, a lot of us are homesick for our home away from home, which is school. And it's because of the relationships and the safety that we have in, in our school buildings. And it's thanks to a lot of the relationships and the care and the safety that we create in our buildings. You know, in your application materials, Kate, it, it talked about joy, about trying to bring joy into the classroom, yeah. um, which is, that's a great word to talk about when you're talking about schools. Um, could you talk about maybe about your teaching style and how is it you bring joy or want to bring joy to, for your students? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I think a first grader would say that I really love my job. You can see that and somebody may describe it as joyful. Um, I, I laugh and I smile a lot at school. Um, but I really think that in the end, um, I'm comfortable being around my students and the feeling is mutual. They're comfortable being around me. And um, there is that that care that we have for each other and we, we work hard, we have fun. Um, an analogy might be that we're like a, a family in that little room. And maybe if 
we're the family. I'm the kind of crazy fun aunt (laughs) (laughs) who's also their teacher. (laughs) Sounds like a good time. You know, uh, Kate, we all have role models or people that we look to uh, to kind of help guide our career. Do you have anybody that maybe has inspired you in the past as far as your career or your personal life, someone you might look up to? Yeah, I'm putting it into a unit. I would say my parents inspire me. My mom's a retired registered nurse and an artist, and she's caring and creative. And my dad's a first-generation college graduate and retired physician and lifelong learner and adventure seeker. And both my mom and dad have taught me the value of hard work and being helpful and having a loving heart and an open mind. And um, yeah, I, I still strive to be industrious like my mom and have a great memory like my dad, but just so many other things about them inspire me just every day in every way. They're, they're the reason why I'm, I'm passionate about teaching and working with students. Hi, my name is Tessa Geist with the Anoka Hennepin Educational Foundation. As the district's nonprofit partner, we're delighted to recognize you as our Above and Beyond Award recipients. You are selected from nearly 8,000 employees for what you do every day for our students and families. As a colleague and a parent, you make me proud. Thank you for what you do every day and keep up the great work. Welcome back. We do appreciate the support of the Anoka Hennepin Educational Foundation. You know, our students in Anoka Hennepin benefit from a highly productive and qualified staff those who go above and beyond. And we're here with Kate Mabel, who serves as a first grade teacher at Monroe Elementary. She's one of 14 recipients of the Above and Beyond Award this year. And Kate, I wanted to read a little bit about, and looking in through your application or through your nomination materials, is who is the real Mrs. Mabel? Is it the teacher who uses interactive technology effectively to connect with students and parents? Or is it the teacher that wants to bring those students back to the good old days? I noticed that you like to use an ink dipped pen or maybe playing uh, tiddlywinks <laughs> with you know, kind of these old-fashioned games. So which one are you, are you, are you or are you both? I would say it's a hybrid of the two. I mean, I, I think that time away from the screen is certainly good and that face-to-face time and having conversations and and thinking about how the past influences the present and future, but um, definitely using, using the two. Love good old-fashioned read-alouds, but also really like the advantages that technology brings. And like I said, some of that creativity and open-ended project-based instruction. But it might be safe to say you're one of the few classrooms in the district where students are using a quill pen to... Well, right. I, I I asked a question. It was it was part of our language arts. Just what are you curious about with long ago? And um, a student wrote to me and said that she really wants to know about what it's like to use a feather pen. And I thought, you know, I can find some feathers and carve them up and we can all find out what it's like. <laughs> it was a mess, but it was really fun. It sounds fun. Yeah. You know, so that was a little bit surprising. I didn't uh, didn't anticipate that. Your students, um, is there something that they might be surprised to find out about you? Oh, well, I think about my students a lot, but I don't think that would surprise them so much. But I think um, they may be surprised to find out that I would really like to do anything but drive. I do not like driving. And to the point where 
I will go out of my way to avoid left-hand turns. Like everything's on the right for me, if at all possible. Somebody asked why I don't ever have Starbucks or Caribou. And I said, it's because all of them are on the left. <laughs> I just, it's something I've never really enjoyed is driving. I'm yeah, a good driver. I'm a good yep. driver, but I don't like it. <laughs> never would have guessed. <laughs> Is there something, you know, when you, when you, your students, I'm sure it sounds like you kind of roll with the flow in your classroom where you, somebody comes with an idea, you might run with it, but has there been something that uh, your students have done that you were kind of surprised or shocked by, like you didn't expect? Yeah, it happens a lot. And sometimes I react and sometimes I don't, but I would say probably in my career, one of the most, one of the standout moments was I was reading, um, a fairy tale to my first graders and everybody was sitting on the carpet and listening. And at one point somebody raised their hand and just asked, is there's a princess, but is there a prince in this story? And I didn't even really have a chance to answer before another student said, well, every princess has a prince. And I was kind of early in my career and I was also single. And I thought, you know, I need to advocate for myself and the other like single ladies, the princesses without a prince. And so I just responded, you know, not every princess has a prince. And um, everything was silent. And then I started just thinking, well, maybe they don't understand what I'm saying. So I was citing examples of other, you know, staff in the building that didn't have partners or spouses. And I think my list got too long because the student who said that every princess has a, had a prince just exclaimed to me and the rest of the class, do you want to be lonely the rest of your life? And I thought, oh my goodness. <laughs> the whole class looked really concerned. And I just decided to resume reading the story and just kind of tried to wipe the shock off my face. But the interesting thing is that student who thought I would be lonely the rest of my life she and I are good friends. She's applying to law school. She came to my wedding. <laughs> so it's, yeah, you never know what kids are going to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you hear it all. I'm yeah. sure of that. Um, you know, if you, I don't know if you get a chance to get out of the build, building on field trips much with your first grade yeah. students, but uh, if you, maybe if you could explain field trips that you do take, but if there's a place you could take them to that would really enhance their learning or some place that'd be special to them, where, where would you take them? Yeah. At Monroe, we were really lucky. We get to take a number of field trips throughout the school year. And, um, we get to go to the Bell Museum. We go to Springbrook Nature Center, Wargo. We've gone to the Minnesota Landscape Arboretum. Um, I would say that being on trails and being in nature and hiking is certainly where I see students just ignited with a sense of adventure and just they wanting to determine their map, map their routes and things like that. But connected to that, if I could take them anywhere, we would go hiking and I would say specifically we'd go to Glacier National Park and mostly because I would want them to see a glacier before they all melt. Um, kids love to hike, but glaciers sadly are disappearing. And I think going to some place that would be close-ish <laughs> mm -hmm. with a glacier would be a perhaps a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And um, 
Yeah, that's why I would take kids. I would take them hiking to a glacier. Could be kind of a fun train ride too. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, no question. <laughs> now you, you um, like you, I think you mentioned early on your your college background. Did you have a favorite subject when when you were in school? Yeah, um, I really enjoyed writing classes. Um, writing is a, not something that comes naturally to me, but I really enjoy the process of writing and expressing myself, um, thinking and sharing and revising and discussing writing, um, all different genres of writing. But I definitely enjoy all the classes that I've taken that are either specifically about writing, but all the opportunities that you have in classes you take to write. I think like reading, um, writing is a superpower. And especially in first grade, when I see students who write, read their own writing, and then are able to give that message they wrote and share it with somebody else. And then that person, adult or colleague can read it. That's, that's the magic of literacy is, is the, the pairing of reading and writing. Sounds like your first graders are getting a firm foundation or a strong foundation there. That's for sure. You know, we kind of have one last question and then if there's anything you'd like to add, that'd be fine too, Kate, but we, it's kind of a fun one. And you're probably aware that our superintendent kind of set the tone this year with promoting our staff as rock stars. And uh, that's just another way to say you're going above and beyond. Do you have any bands or music that inspire you or any songs that you like to listen to? Oh yeah. Um, as far as music, I enjoy I enjoy a whole bunch of different kinds of music, but I really enjoy Jason Isbell in the 400 unit and Casey Musgraves and Beck and Taylor Swift. And, you know, it's, it's a whole variety of things. I like popular stuff, things that make me want to move. Yeah. Are there any songs that you, you listen to or you know the lyrics to? Yeah, I have a lot of songs I know. Um, I love singing karaoke. And since I cancel my spring break plans, I'm increasing my karaoke repertoire. But um, my go-tos are uh, What a Feeling, the theme from Flashdance, some, some oldies, Hit Me With Your Best Shot, Pat Benatar, and um, crowd favorite sing-alongs like Time After Time by Cyndi Lauper. But um, I'm currently working on... Um, Edge of 17, Stevie Nicks, and I would do anything for love by Meatloaf. <laughs> That's all. I'm a karaoke aficionado oh. myself. This is pretty much the end of our, our set questions, Kate. Um, you, you've been distance learning with your first graders this year. Uh, that's got to be maybe a little different from the high school level as yeah. far as getting a group. Has it been going? How is it? Is it have you been able to to make it work? Yes, um, I would I would say successfully getting good feedback from families. You know, we're doing a lot at Monroe to to make distance learning work, and everybody is online with a device. We've got all of our instruction every day. We put out new content, and those. And the instruction comes in the form of movies made by all the teachers in each grade level. And it's all the content areas and students submit their work electronically and they will add, you know, recordings of either themselves or just their voices there. 
they're becoming very fluent with technology and so am I, but um, I think it's being well received, all things considered, and kids are, their engagement is definitely, I, I can see it because I see what they return and I hear the feedback and I think it's going well. Well, that is great to hear. And it sounds like you're making a you're doing your best to make sure that it's going well. And yeah. thanks thanks for all that you do for your students in our schools. Congratulations again, Kate, on your selection as a Above and Beyond winner. Thank you. Above and Beyond recognition is indeed a special honor. Nearly 200 employees were nominated this year, and a selection committee carefully reviewed applications to arrive at the awardees selected. Who can nominate an employee? Parents, students, employees, volunteers, or community members, anyone can nominate school employees whose performance they consider to be extraordinary. Special thanks goes to the Anoka Hennepin Education Foundation for sponsoring the Above and Beyond Awards. Learn more about their work at ahef.us. For more information about Above and Beyond winners, listen in for additional podcasts in this series, or visit ahschools.us forward slash above and beyond.